Welcome to the Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Arnold Segawa, Maggie Mutesi, and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this broadcast of the Weekly Beat. Uh, my name is Dumi Jere, coming to you from Babane in Eswatini, well, the kingdom of Eswatini. Um, with me, my beautiful sister, Maggie Omutesi, Dakar, Senegal. How are you doing? Doing great, Dumi. Yeah, it's been raining so much uh, down here in Southern Africa. What's the yeah. situation like up there? I mean, it's, it's getting a bit warmer um, uh, by each day. So it's, it's also getting, you know, it's the first quarter of the year is done. So we're looking towards the second quarter. Yeah. Uh, business-wise, uh, mm. in terms of personal goals and growth. I mean, you know how these things work. You set things and then you realize, oh, shit, four months is gone. <laughs> All right, that's no, fine, that's no, fine. This week, I think we're just going to look at the issues that made headlines from last week. Uh, obviously, we've got the Russia and Ukraine thing going on uh, and it's disrupting lots of supply chain um, uh, and... and, and um, but I want to look at specifically, uh, we had the biggest, uh, well, the richest man on this earth, and that is Elon Musk. In case people are wondering, it's no longer Jeff Bezos or Warren Buffett. It's now Elon Musk. Now, Elon Musk bought, uh, acquired a 9% uh, shareholding in the company Twitter, which is the news dissemination platform. And uh, what we are seeing is things that we never actually imagined. Uh, yeah. he, oh, he, for the longest time, wanted to start his own platform, but uh, I think he decided to just go ahead and buy shares in some platform and then, you know, revolutionize it. And I like what I'm seeing. Maggie, yeah. what's your take on, 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 on what Elon is doing? Um, I, you know, for me, I think uh, we have lots of uh, social platforms. Uh, if yeah. you think about it now, when you look at TikTok, it's the new TV it is uh, yes, the yes. new YouTube. I don't think a lot of people now even go to YouTube to watch any videos. But mm. Twitter for a very long time has actually been uh, our media house in terms of breaking stories. Mm. I feel like as journalists, if your story is, doesn't break fast on Twitter, um, I mean, the first thing you check is always oh, go on Twitter what's trending because there is always a yes. trend. You know, they give you what's yes. happening in a certain country in real time so it's it's mm. basically different from facebook or even instagram or anything else because it informs there is something around it when it comes you know it's it's information happening in real time that disappears when an event is actually over so mm. and it has given a lot of media houses a run for their money uh mm. because netizens who are the internet citizens yes 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 <laughs> uh, actually <laughs> are actually storytellers and everybody is a storyteller yeah, if something yeah. happened now and you put it on twitter and that's when media houses you know come in to say okay this was treated by Doomy. uh mm. what's going on and then when there is a trend or a hashtag that's when the story it develops in real time so for me i normally say twitter is not just a small platform but we've seen it influence you know, a lot of things uh, like policy in, in the United States. Uh, I think Donald Trump was the biggest s resident of those streets of Twitter. 
yeah. for anything that he did or, or anything that he tweeted became a story. So his influence has actually been massive, mm -hmm. even Elon Musk himself. The power that it has, um, Dumi, for me is unimaginable. The most mm -hmm. famous Twitter um, tweet we had last year between the you know World Food Program. I don't know if you remember and Elon Musk. Yes, he yes, He would actually yes, give six yes. billion if, if if it would solve world hunger. If uh, the UN presented you know facts and you know accountability of how the money would be used and. And you can imagine how such a tweet turned everything around and it became such a huge story. But I guess the conversation is around that, you know, for me, it brings us to power. Like you have something like Twitter with millions and millions of people. Mm. And then you have the power, actually, you know, mm. you, you can influence so much. I think for me, uh, I think more than anything, it's the, the, the one thing that I really like about it is the fact that uh, Elon is building in public. And uh, mm. sometimes I always encourage uh, startups to do something similar where you build in public because then uh, your customers are able to tell you exactly what they want. So you don't have to wonder and figure it out and worry like, hey, so which feature should I put? Which one should I remove? So I like that he's doing these polls and asking, which uh, would you guys want an edit button? Okay, if you pay $3 a month, uh, you'll be able to get a blue check next to your yeah. name and uh, uh, certain added advantages and features and so forth. Uh, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to, uh, what, increase the revenue uh, for mm. Twitter because when you compare it with the Facebooks and everything, Twitter's revenue numbers have never really been that much. So this is yeah. going to be a game changer. And I think really the lesson for um, uh, African startups and investors here is uh, perhaps we need to try this building in public more because mm -hmm. you get to know what works. Um, forget the features that your, 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 your business is, is, is trying to create, but focus on the value that it's going to add uh, to the respective end users. And the best way to do that is to get their input. Ask them mm -hmm. what it is that they don't like about the product. What is it that they like? And that way you can continue iterating, fail fast, iterate, uh, repeat, you know, the, the the works. I think that's the only thing that, that works. I feel like there is a realization for me. Um, like you saw a, a lot of African startups probably doing the same thing do you think that we haven't really learned the module or the game of buying into companies that already exist to make them bigger because when you look at twitter after elon musk bought the shares the their stock actually rose to the highest a lot of people are just rushing to buy stock and all of that i don't see something like that across the continent when it comes to startups or businesses that already exist i don't see a lot of people that buy into companies or say oh let me can buy into Mansa or let me can buy into Talanta, but uh, instead they will actually start the same business, for example, like what Elon really wanted to do. Is that yeah. something you can relate to? I would say that the landscape is now shifting. Yes, uh -huh. in the past we were not really uh, in favor of mergers and acquisitions, uh -huh. uh, but now the landscape is changing. You get a lot of um, uh, startup founders now that are preparing their businesses. So you start the business with the intention to exit it. You are going mm. to sell it in five years' time and you mm. want to exit at X number, I mean, at, at, at X amount. 
and you already know who your targeted person is and so on and so forth. So we, I have been seeing lots of um, uh, partnerships like that happening, uh, particularly mm. when I look at the, the, the banks, the big banks in South Africa. Uh, yeah. Even the big telecom companies in South Africa, they don't have time to uh, come up with all of these other big projects. So what they do is they target startups that are working on that particular solution, and then mm. they just acquire it and make it part of their in-house thing. So we've been seeing lots of those kind of acquisitions uh, going on with these big companies. Uh, for example, in South Africa, like when you do an electronic transfer from a different bank to a different bank, yeah. There's something where it's called uh, immediate transfer. So you, you can be able to um, make sure that the money um, appears immediately. Banks uh, would then partner with startups for different solutions that enhance the services that they offer to, uh, to their clients. So, yes, the landscape is changing now. And even mm. startups uh, can think along those lines to say, who do I want to sell this solution to in the next three, four years? And then work mm. at building that and then exit at a very good number. And look, some of these exits, they are life-changing for a lot of startup founders. Uh, you're able to do more, be there more for your family or buy a house or whatever it is. And that's that's, yeah. So the landscape is changing. That gives a little bit of hope. This is awesome to see how um acquisitions work in the US that something small like this could actually be like changing and and to think in a broader way i always feel like we don't have to have the most you know entrepreneurs in the world but we need to have proper sustainable businesses that a lot of people can be a part of i guess for me uh conversations like these is always like okay especially for the for the viewers or the listeners right now you know, what lessons in terms of investments are, are we taking away? Because it's all about market entry. It's why mm -hmm. we do stories like mm -hmm. these. What are your thoughts? In line, essentially, with what we are saying, you don't always have to start a company doing something. Sometimes target a company that's already working on a solution that you are interested in doing. Maybe offer your knowledge or your expertise in exchange for a small percentage of the business. So you can always target uh, such kind of market entry strategies and not always choosing the hard way of building from scratch. Build something, find something that has already been started and just perfect it and uh, iterate and keep it moving. I'd like to thank my co-host Maggie Mutesi um, for availing time, the team behind the scenes and of course to you uh, the loyal, well, listeners and viewers of this uh, uh, broadcast of the Weekly Beat. Please remember to uh, log on to our website, mansamedia.africa, for more news that you may have missed, as well as uh, visit our socials. And by the way, folks, we are also now on TikTok. Yes, we are on TikTok. So uh, please do check us out there. Um, uh, until the next time, here's to peace and profits. I'm Jimmy Jack. The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Arnold Segawa, Maggie Mutesi, and Dumi Jerry, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa.